0: Hey, I'm Jordan,
1: and I'm Ashley, we're the founders of For The Good, a community created to empower and elevate you to live a purpose-driven life.
0: Our mission is to bring light into our world, and to do so, we have learned that it must start with it.
1: We are so glad to have you here with us. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us here at the For The Good podcast. Today we have Alex Wonder. He is an experienced meditator that has over six years of meditation experience. He practices insight meditation and he has led numerous meditation sessions for close friends and family. Alex, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Yeah, no problem guys. Thanks for having me on the podcast. It's exciting.
1: We can get started by just you sharing a little bit more about your background and what led you to this meditation journey.
2: Yeah, sure. Honestly, I never planned on starting to meditate. When I was younger, you know, I always knew that meditation might be something that I was interested in, but I was kind of a rambunctious young one, and I didn't like to sit still for very long. My younger brother, out of nowhere, started having a lot of anxiety when he was about 13. And because of that, his therapist recommended to him that he try meditation. So I was like, Really, I'm really close to my younger brother, so I was like, yeah, let's try it together. So I was always interested in it. Um, he downloaded an app that the therapist recommended called Headspace, and that was the first time that I tried meditation. And after it was over, I was really shocked at how clear everything felt. It was like I opened my eyes, and I could hear really clearly, and I felt really peaceful, and more connected to everything. It was really not an intense feeling at the time, but it was the first time I'd ever felt that. And I was like, wow, hmm, maybe there's something to this. So I kept on doing it. And over time, that feeling grew, because I think I was able to focus more on the meditation, um, and you know, really kind of give myself over to it more and more each time. And with time, I really started to feel, you know, more relaxed after and feel some benefits that trickled into my actual day-to-day life as well.
1: And then how did you decide to become a teacher in meditation, specifically one focused on insight?
2: The, The Headspace app is a type of insight meditation. And it was the first thing I tried. And I think it's really just what I fell in love with. There are other types of meditation out there, like transcendental meditation where you recite a mantra, which is sort of like a sound or a word over and over again. Meditating, in my mind, is anything that you can do where you're putting your entire focus into one task. So it could be anything. But insight meditation, the reason why I like that one the best is because it involves the aspect of noting when you are experiencing an emotion, noting when you are experiencing a thought, and then bringing yourself back to what you are focusing on. Because that is something that in your day-to-day life, you can bring with you. When you're in the middle of a work day, you can't start, I mean, for a moment, you can take a break and recite your mantra if you're doing transcendental. But with insight meditation, you could be working and you can notice whether you're feeling an emotion or whether you're getting distracted by something that's not related to what you're doing. So I think insight meditation is just the most applicable to everyday life in my eyes. And for that reason, it has the most potential for benefit in terms of helping us return to a place of peace when we feel turbulent emotions throughout the day.
0: I was going to say, when you first got started or someone who's looking to begin, you recommend like Headspace app? Are there any other apps or even YouTube videos that you've started with?
2: Headspace, I will admit, is a paid app. There's a 10-day free trial, but I would recommend for anyone uh, this app called Insight Timer, which has thousands of free meditation. Many, many famous teachers have loaded meditations on there. That's a great app. Um, beyond that there are also lots of youtube videos as well i am drawing oh also there's an app called calm which i've heard fantastic things about and then also you know if you're comfortable doing this after the the troubling situation that's going on right now concludes there's usually lots of meditations that are free in your area that are just donation based if you go on meetup.com you can find meditations and then also if you just go online and type in insight meditation near me there's usually an insight meditation center pretty close to almost everyone, usually within about an hour, where it's donation-based. You can go in there, and an experienced meditation teacher will lead you through different types of insight meditation practices. Those are some of the things that I did to get started. You know, it really started with the apps, but then it it branched out into all different things. And people send me meditations all the time. I'm willing to try pretty much anything, from gong meditation to I mean, you name it. So not everyone will speak to you the same, but there is a lot out there in terms of resources. Get meditating for free. A lot of my friends that meditate or that have tried meditation, they have trouble doing it on a regular basis. You know, they all really enjoy it after they get started, but they'll tell me, oh, I went for months about doing it. Um, or And I'm totally cool with that. I'm not like, you know, some hardcore, like, judgmental person. I'm like, okay, I understand. And they all sound like they need it though. They're all like, yeah, I'm getting stressed again. I want to get back into it. One thing I would recommend is really trying to pre-plan your day and where meditation is going to fit in your day. I'm a very organized, uh, you know, scheduled person who does the same thing most days. Like every weekday I have a schedule. And then on the weekends, I have a different schedule just based on my priorities that day. And I always meditate in the mornings. So I'm not saying that's the best. Everyone's life is different, but the good thing about meditating in the mornings is, is that you're hopefully awake, you know, unless you're one of those people that hasn't had their coffee yet and is going to fall asleep. Just do it when you think you're going to be semi-alert and just set aside whether it's five to 10 minutes every day, you know, as you get started just to do this. Even if it's every other day, just make a, a routine that you stick to because otherwise time will just fly. You know, There's, it, we're, we're living too busy of a world to, to give it to the wind. You know, you have to prioritize your mental health. Um, And if you do it I promise you it'll pay you back.
1: Yeah as I was mentioning before we we started recording that I started Meditation probably about two years ago that there's a place in our neighborhood that they have meditation workshop And you know, it's not a free source But it is something just to be able to bring that community together and every week our teacher would guide us in a different way And I really found that to be something that is so serving be able to help yourself, but to help others in a different way
2: Yeah that's so true. And I never realized that until I started meditating. Andy Budakambe, the guy who does Headspace, oftentimes talks about how this is not just for us. This is for other people as well. So that we can be a better version of ourselves in relationship to them. When we're interacting with them, we can be more calm, more understanding, more empathetic, more more loving, more kind. And he talks about how through meditation, we can uncover this place that is always there that is essentially like love kindness you know kind of like playfulness it's all there beneath the surface and when we get stressed and we have turbulent emotions it just sort of clouds that it makes it harder for us to see who we who we actually are beneath the clouds you know that's always been something that I've taken with me and um it's good to keep in mind but it's easy to forget
0: I think a lot of people when they hear just meditation it's like All right, I have to be in a dark room for an hour, and I have to do this and that. Like, so people just kind of stick away from it. Like, it has to be this big thing. As Ashley said, she does actual meditation classes. Like for me, I'm a big visualizer. So like for me, even those are types of meditation where I kind of just take a few minutes, and I'm just you know really thinking of the breath I'm taking in, or if it's something with work or even sports related. I'm a big athlete, so like even something like golf, you know, very mental game. So for me, it's like going into it, relaxing, thinking about the next shot, calm your breath. So I think most people are doing types of meditations throughout the day, but they just don't think they are. So they kind of put the stigma to it, like they can never do it, you know? So I think especially now, like you said, all the stuff going on, like just taking a couple minutes, even at the beginning of the day, just to relax yourself, say, all right, today's going to be good. Everything's okay. I think people are starting to come around to that. So it's great to see.
2: I really hope so, because I think there's so much benefit in it for everyone. Just like you said, whether it's something like golf, or just like a sport that you're playing, or it's an interview, or it's a speech that you're going to be giving at work. You know, there's so many moments where I'm just filled with all these stressful emotions. And meditation has given me the ability to one, be like, hey, there you are, stressful emotions, I see you. And then two, not like running away from them, you know, just understanding why it can be beneficial to just sit there with them and just be like, you're not so bad. Like, I, I'm not going to push you away, but I'm just going to feel this right now. And kind of from a counterintuitive stamp, like kind of mentality, it actually causes it to reduce when you don't run from it. So that's been really transformative in my life. And it's really helped me perform better across all different types of categories.
1: Now, with all of the times of uncertainty that we are experiencing right now, what do you recommend people to do in relation to meditation or other practices that they can implement into their day-to-day?
2: I would recommend if formal meditation is not for you, and by that I mean sitting down and just doing like the meditation where you close your eyes, I understand that's difficult for some people. I don't think that every single person is the same, and I don't think that every single person necessarily needs to meditate the same. And I definitely agree that there's a stigma around meditation that if you are the kind of person that could sit down and meditate, I think it would help that dissolve. But what I recommend for everybody is to find an activity during this time for which you can put all of your focus into. Because in my eyes, and I've mentioned this before, maybe not on this podcast, but meditating is essentially putting your focus into something 100%, and then when you get distracted, just bringing it back to whatever that is. So if music is your meditation, Focus on music. If walking is your meditation, focus on walking. Try to find something that you naturally enjoy that you can really tune into. But when you start to think about responsibilities and worries and stuff like that, try to catch yourself and be like, hey, I'm thinking about something else, but I really love this walk. I really love this music. I'm going to pay attention to this right now, give my mind a break from all that other stuff. And really anything can be your meditation. So just try to remember. To be aware of when you're getting lost, and that's really all you need. You know, you don't need to sit down and close your eyes and follow the textbook that you think you need to. But one some, thing
1: that I've been practicing a lot is meditation through all of this. So in the morning, I make sure that I start my day that way. Um, what are what are a couple of benefits that people can find in meditation?
2: Getting me excited now. There's too many. Oh my God! I have found significant benefits for people that have trouble sleeping. There is, with time. All these things take time. I will make sure that I front this with that. It is a gradual effect. It's gradually building. So if you start meditating on a regular basis, you will in time see results. It won't necessarily happen that day. Like when you're feeling very, very stressed, yes, meditating might help calm you down. But meditating is even better as a preventative measure. If you do it on a regular basis, you'll over time experience less anxiety because you're more comfortable with it and you know how to identify it. And when it comes up, you treat it the right way so that it doesn't come up as, as often. When you aren't aware as often of your emotions, they, they tend to cause themselves to grow because when you run away from your worries, it causes the worries to expand. And same with other difficult emotions. So I would say, yes, sleep is one that happens of time. Reduce stress levels. Reduce anxiety levels. I know that there's health benefits, like people live longer. Heart issues, like there's, there's correlations across the board of reduced death from many different types of illnesses. And beyond that, I would just say the ability to be more of who you truly are at the added essence, not be ruled by the animalistic tendencies of nature, your emotions responding to the environment. You know, you are more of what they would consider the future of humanity in being able to control yourself in a way that I think if you look down upon yourself afterwards, you would really be proud of. The very last thing is that you might also treat your loved ones better too, you know, because in moments when you're very upset, you could not act in the ways that you would you would like, and you might get angry or just upset, you know, take having that five seconds to just be like, I need to remove myself from the situation, I'm not okay right now, is a really powerful insight.
1: I like how you mentioned in the beginning that you, we have to be intentional about practicing this over a period of time because I know that a lot of people can jump into meditation or any activity, really, and they'll do it once or twice, and they'll say, well, it's not working, and they'll just give it up. But anything worth doing does take time just to be able to build yourself up in that way, because you come into this space to be able to practice mindfulness, and you can't calm your mind down right away, and you just have to keep going with it. And eventually, you just become in a place of being able to find that inner peace more quickly.
0: I think nowadays too, people are very, uh, things are based on like instant gratification. You know, everything is so quick, uh, like social media and all that. Like, you know, you're scrolling constantly when you, you get your two seconds, you move to the next thing to find that whatever you're looking for. So people are kind of starting to lose that patience and that, all right, if this is going to be something worthwhile, it's going to take time. You have to put time into it to make it something. So, I mean, it all kind of is related, you know, because that's what you're trying to do is learn to calm down and slow down. And this is going to help you do that for the most part.
2: It, it truly helped me develop patience in, in so many ways. And the thing is, I'm not preaching at anybody, and I know you guys aren't either, to like, th- this is like the saving grace, but it has an extraordinary, extraordinary amount of benefits. And one thing that will be required that you guys uh, made me think of is an open mind. You know, I oftentimes see a lot of people. With what you mentioned before, the pre-conceived notions can get in the way. When you try meditation in any form, just try not to have any expectations of what it will do for you. Just be like, you know what? This is like taking my vitamins. I'm just going to give this a chance. It's supposed to be good for me, like eating my vegetables. I'm just going to do it because I care about myself. And over time, after taking your vitamins, you will see an overall healthier you. When you meditate regularly, you overall will see a healthier you because this is not the same thing is like, you know, your physical health, this is your mental health, which I think many people would debate is just as important, if not more so.
0: Yeah, I think today, finally, people are really understanding just how powerful the mind is. Like the mind is everything. And our basic message is exactly what you said. You know, we want people to find that inner self. If you are good as yourself, then you can help someone else. People who are even looking to help others before themselves, you're kind of putting all you know your stuff onto something someone else and it just gets clouded so really the mission is find that that inner peace find yourself and then take that to the world and you see everything just in in a much better
2: way too i really like what you said about the wanting to help other people before you've truly helped yourself you know throughout my journey i've definitely found that to be a truth that you can't truly love properly until you properly love yourself and i understand that's not something that people can choose i was not able to choose to love myself properly it just one day happened, to be honest. And I think things like meditation and just life experiences naturally guided me there. But I do think that meditation is something that can open people's eyes and help show them their true self more. And that might, in time, help them understand why you have to love yourself first to love other people. It re- it's hard to see and visualize, but everything about the way we treat ourselves really is a reflection of how we treat other people and vice versa. You know, because we're just an example of another person in our eyes, you know, not trying to get too complicated with it, but yeah, it's it's definitely very uh, reciprocal in nature. It's nature.
1: I think the biggest thing that we've learned too is that like attracts like and in putting ourselves out there in this new way that we're connecting with I mean, we had the opportunity to connect with you and different people that we're doing videos and workshops and you know, related to health and wellness and that with, just the people that we're meeting. I guess, meet you where you're at and yep. people are like focused on mindset and you're like, wow, these people get it. And it's yeah. just really nice to be able they to, exist. they're out there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. I, you know, I think you used to express myself the way that I do.
2: And I totally agree with what you're saying. It's like, not to sound hippie at all, but it's like you're sending out like a, like by expressing yourself, there's more touch points where people that think the same way have the ability to reach out and like, be like, I agree with that. And a lot of people, myself included, are not, even though I'm really extroverted, I'm not normally the kind of person that takes the initiative to find other people. But when, you're, when you feel confident in expressing yourself, you send out potential circumstances where people can reach back out and be like, yes, I agree with that too. And people that are normally afraid, when you inspire them by being the first one to take that step, they also get the courage to take that step. It's like being the first one in a relationship. To be honest, or to say something you're afraid to, you know, it it takes bravery. So I respect the fact that you guys are on this limb, trying to connect with the world, giving people the opportunity to be like, there are people out there that feel this way too, because most people just keep it inside, you know. So I respect that aspect as well.
1: Well, we appreciate that. We're all we talk a lot about how we're all called to be a light in this world, and especially, you know, times like that we're experiencing right now. So the world needs what we're all doing more than ever as individuals to be able to raise each other
2: up 2000% and i feel like you're making me feel so fortunate right now that you know that we're blessed with these kind of thoughts and that we feel this way because at the end of the day it's like the way that you feel about life is every single person has their own and i just feel so lucky to have one that feels positive and full of love and you know being being that source to spread to others you know and i I feel deeply for anyone who doesn't have that because I just want everyone to not feel pain. You know, and I think that's the root of all this. Like I, I don't like feeling pain and as much as it is healthy for growth, you know, I just, I just wish that everybody could see it the same way that we do because there's so much positivity and opportunity.
1: I think the biggest thing that we've learned too is that we all have a choice as to the different thoughts that we have and how we shift in our mindset. So I think that there you know, unfortunately there are people out there who are, are in a place of a negative mindset, but they do have that power. And I know that we both w- would like to encourage people to know that they're, they have that power to be able to make that shift just by doing these different practices that we're talking about.
2: hundred percent. And it can, it can be the catalyst in some circumstances for you know showing you a part of yourself that you never knew and helping you connect with something that maybe you've been disconnected from for years. You know, like when I first did that first meditation uh, with my brother many years ago, I think that I had just gotten out of a point in my life when I was fairly disconnected from my true self. And it was like a light that helped guide me closer and closer. You know, I think I've been searching for something for a while that was healthy, that could help me restore balance. And you know, you, you never know if it's going to be you. I'm only one human and every human is going to have such a different story. But I think it's worth a shot. You know, the fact that it's helped so many people, you know, if you can just get yourself to just do it uh, with an open mind, it, it could be way worth the, the, the five minutes you gambled on it. You know, we spend our time doing so much stuff and we, you know, time is so precious spending like whatever small amount of time it is just to test it out for yourself. I only wish that I could share how much I felt like that would be worth it coming from an investor who's seen a huge return.
1: So Alex, where can people find you on social media to connect and learn more about the meditation practices that you have going on?
2: Always open to answer questions and to meditate with anybody at no charge, just because I want to spread what's helped me. I'm also on Facebook at Alex Wonder. Um, The U is spelled in wonder the same way. Please feel free to reach out and I'll share with you everything that I know.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Alex, so much again for joining us. And again, we encourage you to check Alex out on social media. And be sure to stay tuned at For The Good because we are going to be doing more live meditation practices with him in the future.
0: Thanks for joining us at the For The Good podcast. We would love to connect with you. Join us on Facebook and Instagram at For The Good Official and our blog at forthegood.com. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode.
1: Remember, a positive mindset is the beginning of true happiness, not just for the good of the individual, but for the good of the world.